right, guys, welcome to Fit Life Edited. Um, straight talk, sometimes funny, unrehearsed, sometimes off topic. <laughs> um, we are gonna get today started a slightly a little bit different. We actually had a uh, request for a topic to cover. And so instead of having us pull from our handy dandy note cards, um, our Say those for another day. Say those for another day, yeah. So um, our topic today was written out for us. Topics. Yeah, and she's got beautiful... We have a twofer. Yeah, and she does. It is a part one and a part two. But they they relate. Yes. um, Completely. And I think they piggyback off of one another. Um, And she wrote this very beautifully in cursive writing. (laughs) Like... They don't even teach that in school anymore, I don't think. Don't? Really? No. Why? Not that I know of. Because no one uses it. Apparently somebody does. <laughs> she learned it in school, probably. <laughs> well, she is, like, slightly younger than I am. So it was still taught. Yeah. You know, when you had the paper. I don't think it's taught anymore. It's not also called English anymore, either. Was it? Uh, it's, shoot, you would call me that. Yasmin. Yasmin, where are you when I need you? Um, language arts, language study, something like that. Oh. Because I would say... Isn't that for English? English class? Oh, we called it language arts. It was English class. It was English in high school, but before that it was... Always been English. And then like when I was in was elementary grammar. school, it was social studies. And then when you get to high school, then it was like world history and American history and not social studies. The only thing that I had ever broken up were my sciences, which made sense because <laughs> there was earth science, there was biology, there was chemistry. Yeah. English? Grammar? Kind of the same thing. <laughs> you know, you could separate out public speaking. Yeah. But, all right. We are three minutes, no, two minutes in because we were gapping before this. And, and we're already off topic. Yeah. Okay. Let's get so back on Let's it. roll this in. Um, so, the first one that she had, the first topic, is setting goals, rules in quotations for yourself to implement, implement. implement into your workout. Yeah. Question mark. Yep. Okay. So we talked about this. I Who's about, we? So not her, him and I. Her and I were talking about this yesterday, and that's how this kind of came up, was we were talking about if you want to get better at like a specific movement or something, mm-hmm. um, pick a repetition goal and strive to attempt to hit that repetition goal every time you're doing that specific movement. Uh, in this case, it was the power snatches at a light weight. So I was talking to her, this is how I learned and how I got better at my thrusters. Mm -hmm. My goal was to do 10 thrusters unbroken without breaking them up. Like that was, that was the goal. So then my rule was, is every time we're doing thrusters, if it's at least 10 repetitions or more, my rule is to do 10 all the time. That was the goal. Do 10, do 10, do 10. And then you start becoming very familiar and like more comfortable with doing that repetition. So say you're doing like a 21, 15, nine rep scheme. My goal wasn't 11 and 10. It was 10 and 10 and then finish it with, with your single or whatever, because you're hitting your repetition goal. And once you become comfortable with that, then we can start 
okay, well now my goal is 12 or 15 or to do 10 at a heavier weight or whatever like that to set that rule. And then you can take that rule and then you can apply it into any workout. So it doesn't just have to be a workout that has your magic number. Like we're doing sets of 10. That's cool if it happens, but most of the time that's not going to happen. The workout requirements aren't going to be what your rule is. So you have to be able to take your rule, whatever it. it is, yeah, and apply it into every single workout. You could apply it into an AMRAP or a specific um, uh, like, like a chipper or something like that. And you can apply it into every single different dynamic of every different workout and then you can improve. And then when you hit that rule, then you hit your goal and then you start changing it. So you start editing it? You edit it. What a good word. Edit. Edit it. Edit it. And then it keeps changing and moving as you get, you get better, better at it. And and, yeah. yeah. And you get stronger and stuff like that. So that's, I mean, that's how I learned my thrusters. And that was my, that was my thing was 10 and it could be six. It could be eight. It could be four. It could be 20. It could be whatever you want that goal to be. Just make sure that you are using it every single chance that you get. Right. So, so I, I know why the it, rule is in quotes. I actually um, make what I call hard rules and mm-hmm. hard rules um, for, is it, I, I like that better than goal because yeah. it hard rules are for me, for instance, if there's a massive number mm-hmm. of something and I know that I don't want to like go to failure, a yeah. hard rule for me is I'll pick a number. Yep. And I hit that number, whether I'm fresh or not. Right. Yeah. And I don't deviate from it. That's it. So like that's your break. Right. So if you ever been around me long enough, um, I have a tendency to use four sides of a mat or yes, four sides of, of a anything. box or yeah, whatever to break things up. So for instance, um, double under sometimes mm-hmm. if there's a large amount of double unders and, but there's mixed in with a whole bunch of that, I know I'm going to get fatigued. So if uh-huh. I do sets of like 10 mm-hmm. facing one direction and then I immediately turn quarter turn to yeah, yeah. do another set of 10 and it kind of builds in a little break for me but it gives my mind a, a reset a reset because yeah. I only have to focus on the 10 that's it and then I'm good mm-hmm. and the other thing with that is building in that rest I don't go to failure or early or fatigue fatigue mm-hmm. and my heart rate drops and spikes, or I end up stopping because I push too far yep. and then I can't go anymore because mm-hmm. I'm exhausted and I still have a whole bunch of work to do. Yep. And that's kind of like a big thing for me that I push is, is having those rules, making a deal with yourself um, that you're going to build in what I call a rest, but the yeah. rest is, could be literally doing a set number, mm-hmm. walking around to the other side of the bar, stepping over the bar, go tap the wall, come back to the bar, whatever it is, but just don't stop. Put your hands on your knees and you know, huff like, and puff. Right. Yeah. And wait mm-hmm. until you somewhat feel better. Because if you watch people and they don't realize it, but deep in the back of their mind, they've pushed to the point where they're so tired, it's somewhat defeating, and then they stop. Yep. And then before you know it, they, they do eventually get the, the guts and they grab the bar and they go again. Yeah. But 
they you watch them, they get away from, they step away from the bar farther and farther mm-hmm. and farther. And they start going from sets of fives to sets of two to singles to right. this to and that. Right, and then the huffing and puffing on the knees is you longer. You have your rule, right. you stick with your rule, and then you do your built-in breaks. Right. You probably won't start breaking down the repetitions right. as dramatic. Right, and you have the success of mm-hmm. chipping away at those numbers. But then they become normal. Right. Like I know every time I go do a thruster, like like an average thruster, 95 pounds, I know every single time I pick 10. it up, I can for sure do sets of 10 or 15. Yeah. Like it, period, given, because right. I've worked myself to that. Right. And it's an easy, and you, you have confidence of that mm-hmm. number. And I say thruster because the reason I did that for a thruster was not because of wanting to be able to do thrusters that many thrusters because I couldn't because of the squats. For me, it was more of training my wrists mm-hmm. to be under that that pressure mm-hmm. um, and tension for those longer periods of time. Because a lot of things for like, especially like, like thrusters is people don't have the problem with the squatting or the overhead. It's the wrists well, the that wrist start getting or people. Creating, one of the biggest things is people created as two movements versus mm. one movement. Yeah. And then they forget that the hint of the movement yeah. is in the name. It's the thrust. Yeah. It's the drive out yeah. of the bottom. And if you can drive mm-hmm. and create that energy and get that bar yeah. and then just pop all that energy you've created right in yeah. that bar through the shoulders, then it, it just floats right up. And I know you and I, when you first started training and things like that, that was a big thing for you. And yeah. once, once you figure that out, I mm. think thrusters as themselves can become a little bit more enjoyable. Yes. Um, I It's actually a movement I They're I not like. horrible anymore. No. Once you become efficient and you start understanding the movement and then you start setting your rules and then you're able to hit those every single time you pick up the barbell, it gives you that boost of confidence. Right. Because I know a lot of people go into like, oh God, we got 21 of them. Don't think of it as 21. No, don't ever think, think of it. Think of it as your X amount of sets of five or X amount of sets of 10. Right. And like, like I said, like say it's 21, that doesn't mean 11 and 10. That could mean 10, 10 and one. Hit your rule. If you can do 11 to squeak out an extra one, and then do 10, then that's fine. That's how we get better. That's how we improve. But once you start meeting those goals, it is imperative that you immediately understand it and be like, every time we've done this, I've been able to do it. Okay, now let's reset. Let's pick a new rule or let's change it or edit it or whether it be add a extra rep or two extra. It doesn't have to be... I can do 10 now, so now I'm going to shoot for 15. It could be like, let's go 12. Well, I don't even think it has to be necessarily even a rep rule. Mm-hmm. Um, so, f- for instance, um, say we got like a chipper mm-hmm. and you've got something and you're reading through what we're doing and you know that that particular barbell movement, whatever it is, or that one of those particular movements, you're not that strong at. Mm-hmm making a rule where you slow that particular movement down Mm -hmm. and focus a little bit more on the technique of it or the full range of motion or whatever it needs to be. And then with sell it on something else, right? Yeah. Completely go Mm -hmm. whatever you're totally confident with, go crazy, go nuts. Or if you know that you're, you're, you're young and you're indestructible and you're just shooting a bullet straight out the gun in the beginning of a long workout. 
And by the end, you are completely gassed. just gassed. That's and the, the point, slow yeah. and steady old person behind you has just caught you and whooped your yeah. butt. Maybe you need to change your thinking or edit your thinking a little mm-hmm. bit and and make that rule where you start out more steady. And then when you've got the last whatever left to do, whether it be time or whether it be reps, go. Just yeah. send it. And that, again, is those kind of rules. But the best part about rules or goals is they're always changing. Mm-hmm. You can always achieve them. Yep. You can always edit them. And then they can just be suited. And it doesn't have to just be with um, the gym. It yeah, can, and literally everything. Anything. Yeah. It could be your nutrition. It could be your sleep. It can be your screen time. TV time. Yeah. Whatever you want to get better at. Right. Slow it down. Focus on getting better at whatever you want to get better at. Right. Yeah. So I I definitely think that um, implementing something is better than nothing. Yeah. I think self-awareness goes a long way with that. Knowing, like you said, I need to focus more on this and then I can go a little bit quicker on this. Like yesterday. Yesterday's workout was a perfect example. I knew I could go every set of those uh, power snatches 100% unbroken. Right. And then me personally, I know those burpees, slow them down, mm-hmm. just move through them. Right. Nice and slow. And then when you get back to the barbell, then that's where I sold it. Yeah. Well, because burpees, I, I... So it's that, give, it's that give and take. And being self-aware of like, of knowing, regardless of how you feel, Oh, I feel great. I think I can do this. Regardless of those emotions, you need to be self-aware of. I know I feel good, but have I ever been able to do an unset broken of 20? It's like, no, I've never came close to that. Regardless of how you feel, know that. Be aware of yourself and know what you, what is your strength and what is your weakness. And then focus on getting the weaknesses better and then also getting the strengths better. Yeah, I also think that having rules also when you are having just an off day it's easy to just keep with the plan that you have in Mm -hmm. mind and not throw it out the window yeah because some days you're gonna feel like stellar and then some days you're not and it and there's a lot of feel like a slug yeah but there's a lot of things in our world that bombard our lives and we don't there's nobody live in and right now, part of my life is if you hear my poor dog <laughs> whimpering in the corner, whimpering in the corner, because his daddy is gone, and oh my gosh, oh, he misses his dad, and he's only been gone one night, and he's gonna be gone for three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. He paced back and forth last night. <laughs> so. Outside of bar bit that changes your sleep habit, your yeah. eating habit, your stress levels, mm-hmm. things like that. So one of the things about rules and goals is control and mm-hmm. you have control over them. You have control over whether or not you do them. You have control over what they are yeah. and you have control to edit them at any time needed. And not I, in the middle of the workout though. Yeah. And I want to be, and I want to be <laughs> specific about something. Screw this. I'm not doing it anymore. When we're talking about rules, right? Or the goals or the rule that you give yourself. I'm not, I'm not talking about a plan. That's something completely different. I'm not talking about a plan. Rules and plans are different. And let me give you the example. There's this huge workout, whatever. 
or even you have a bunch of stuff to do during the day or whatever, whatever it may be, you formulate a plan. Like yeah. this is my plan, right? But you need to make your rules fit within those plans. They are not interchangeable. Like, and what I mean by that is, let's say you have a chipper, right? And you have all these movements you have to do and all these different rep schemes. But my rule is every time I pick up a barbell for, um, for a front squat, I am doing sets of 10. Yeah. My plan could be, I want to make sure that I can do it in like three or four sets and then, or my plan is to move through this um, quicker than this. That's fine. But your rule needs to fit inside of the plan. Or go to Costco. Because plans grab, change. Grab one thing. Yeah. Okay. Your plan is to go to Costco. The yeah. rule mm -hmm. is one thing. Yeah. A plan is different than a rule. The plan will change. In and out. The plan will change as the workout moves goes on or as the right. day goes on or as your energy levels are up and down and whether you are eating or sleeping enough, like the plan for the day or the plan for the week or the plan for the month or the plan for the workout will change. But the rule until we succeed and hit those goals that we have set ourselves, the rule needs to remain the same. Okay. So piggybacking off of plan that kind of goes into her next question was mm -hmm. successful habits every athlete should have. Mm -hmm. And some of those habits need to be worked into a plan. I like that she says successful and not good. Yeah. And I like that she used a specific positive. term instead of what are good things? Well, there's a lot of good things, but success and good are completely different. Oh, yeah. Success, that means that we're striving forward and we're changing in a positive manner. We're achieving goals and we are building self-confidence and we are building uh, respect and we are building understanding about ourselves. Good just could be like, I had a good day. But does that mean it was a successful day? And the thing I like about successful is... I was listening to some TED talk, but you ask a thousand people what success is, you'll get, you get a, thousand a thousand different, different answers. answers. And that's okay. Yeah. Because that's how it should be defined. Mm -hmm. Everybody's idea of success. It needs to be tailored to a specific individual. And a specific event. Yes. Or item mm -hmm. or something like that. 100%. And so um, one, uh, I guess for me, a habit would be if you know that your life is crazy busy and you have I relate. <laughs> this day free, this day free, and this day three during the week, and you know that you've got to work in gym time, mm. make it a habit. Those are your gym times. Yeah. Block it out of your schedule for me time. It is no longer an option. Right. It's it's in the schedule. It's in that, the plan. That's it. You know, the only thing You can't thing that change it. You can't yeah. cancel it. You can't. Well, unless you're like sick. Do not go to the gym sick. <laughs> Okay. But you need to make it to where like, it's not an option. Right. So it's not like if you know, going home right after work and then going to a later class, you're going to get home. You're going to take your work clothes off. Mm. You're going to sit on the couch and then you're out. Don't go home. Don't go home. Don't go home. Take your clothes with you. Yeah. 
go to work, do your thing all day, and then go to the gym. Even if you are like- Early. Early, go. Go. You can socialize with somebody, you can roll out, you can stretch, Mm -hmm. you can whatever. You can have a woosah moment in the corner. Go get like a little snack or something to give yourself some energy if you're feeling low. Because the moment you come in, you start chit-chatting, stuff like that, even if you're tired, Mm -hmm. you're not gonna have that anymore because your brain's gonna now be stimulated. You're gonna have those good endorphins, the you know, the feel good. That's gonna build that successful habit of it's no longer an option, it's just something I do. It becomes part of your routine. And it's something you enjoy. Yes. So I personally think that is one of the habits. The other thing is eating for success of your day. So planning to eat. So if you know you're going to the gym and you're not gonna have the opportunity to go home, Mm -hmm. okay, plan to have a snack your lunch, all that before. That should be a habit because if you go to the gym and if you go to the gym and it's something where you're creating your own workout or whatever and your energy is low because you didn't eat and your blood sugar is dropping, yeah, you can change the dynamic of the workout right then and there. But if you're in a group setting in a class Mm -hmm. and it's already programmed for you and you feel really good. How successful are you going to be in the workout? Right, because then all of a sudden the coach is going to look at you and wonder why you're pale as all get out and I'm what's my first question going to be? Did you eat? eat? Yes. When? 12 o'clock? That's great. It's 4.30. Yeah. There's You didn't eat anything before that. So creating that habit. Eating for performance. Yeah. Feeding your body for what your body needs. If you're taking a thousand calories a day and you're burning a thousand just working out. Your your body function is completely depleted. Yeah. Now I not going to get into nutrition right now because no. it's not the topic, but yes, there's like nutritional deficits or whatever, blah, 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 blah. But you need to be able to recognize what you need as an individual. I've always like kind of trained empty on an empty stomach. But that you're used that's something to. I do. It's something I've always done. That's something that's natural for me. If it's not natural for you, go get an apple. Uh, yeah. Ask him for an apple. She has 100,000 of them. Every like, day, 3.30. Like, if you know that you need a little bit of something. Yeah. You need to do it. Just do it. Even if it's, like, a small little something. If if you need that. That should be a habit. Yeah. 100 for success. That yeah. should be a habit. Because the feeling that you get when you are mm. depleted of energy and that blood sugar is dropping. It's a horrible feeling. And that's with and anything. you hit the wall. And that's not just like with the gym. Like that could be at work. Like you could be. Yeah, don't whether be you're hungry, working, grouchy yeah, to your Yeah, whether coworkers. you're working like eight hour days or nine or 10 or right. 12 hour days, whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. if you're a breakfast, lunch and dinner kind of person, but you know in that late afternoon, you start feeling a little tired, a little weak. And you're peckish. And you're just kind of like, eh, I don't want to say, I want to say lethargic, but. <laughs> and bitchy. Yeah, bitchy, just kind of grouchy, just, you know, in that 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 slump. Save the rest of us your attitude and go mm-hmm. eat something. Yeah, so, and if that's a <laughs> successful habit that you need to do, you need to start getting in the habit of, you know, whatever, bring a snack, bring an apple, bring some veggies or some fruit or something to, to give you that energy to get through the day. It doesn't have to be eating for the gym. Like this is like, you could like just in life in general. Okay. So another habit I personally think, and I'm kind of leading the charge on this and you can, but 
in on your habits. Um, a successful habit would be coming to class or going prepared. Mm-hmm. You know, we um, everybody on occasion something gets missed. Okay, but if show you up with no shoes. show up with no shoes, <laughs> that <laughs> happens a lot. That's why I say it. No socks. People that come, people come from we work have, and they're like in their work shoes or work attire. No socks. Yeah, actually, we have socks here at the gym for those that um, forget their socks. But pack your bag the night before. Mm-hmm. Know that. You're going to have to change out of dress clothes yeah. to get into something that you can move in safely. Throw it in a bag and put the bag right by the door or hang it on the door handle because you will see it and grab it and go. I really like that you say that. Because I have to do that. Because. <laughs> well, I wear gym clothes, but if I have to forget, I have to I have to put it by the door. No, I, I agree. I think one of the best successful, I'm saying successful on purpose, not only because she just said it, because it it creates and it inspires an environment of success is preparing yourself. Who is ever, I know you guys can't answer me, but think to yourselves, you're laying in bed and like you're scrolling through social media or Instagram or something. And then you're just like, you're thinking about going to the gym or you're thinking about doing this. And like you're in that moment, you're a hundred percent for it. I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to go for a walk, right? Or like, I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to go do this. I'm going to wake up early and go for a run. Yeah. Or tomorrow at the gym, like the workout looks amazing. And then blah, 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 whatever it is. And then you wake up and that feeling is gone. Mm -hmm. You no longer have that feeling. Mm -hmm. I've done it a million times. You could be so hyped for something. And then when the day comes, you're just like, it it. sounded a lot better yesterday, (laughs) right? Like we've, we've all been there. We've all done that. But when you create those environments of success, whether it be you're packing your clothes the night before. When or you're excited You're to go. setting yourself up yeah. for success because when that day comes, regardless of that feeling is there or not, you can go and you can physically see that you had in oh, the yeah. right frame of mind. Oh, yeah. I was excited. Oh, yeah. I was. I put it by the door. I'm yeah, ready to go. I, I, and then, and then let's just do it. It's done. Like the bag is packed or like whatever it is. Like say you're going for a hike in the morning or something like, I'm going to wake up early and we're going to go for a hike. And you set up your hiking bag and you set like your water bottles and your, your snacks and everything is set up and ready to go. So you can literally just wake up and you can go. And then you wake up, you're like, oh, I really don't know if I want to do this. And then you walk downstairs to make your coffee or whatever it is. And then you see your setup and you're like, you know what? Let's do it. I did it. And it kind of puts you back into that right frame of mind. I was really big about that when I was in the army. I would always. Yeah, no choice. Well, (laughs) because my days were so long. Knocking on the door. Every night before bed was folding up my clothes and putting them on the 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 table in the in the living room and putting out my PT clothes and putting this out and putting like setting your day up in advance. Right. So can goes I, a long way. I want to backwards so rewind a little bit where you said where you're going the night before and everything you're excited you say you do get all of that Mm -hmm. stuff ready to go but then when the alarm clock does go off and you know in the back of your mind you're like i really don't have to get up i could snooze okay i if you know me i have like my sleep I don't know if it's old lady sleep. I don't know. I have no clue. But I will sometimes not sleep at all. Yeah. I like will get 
three, four hours and my brain is so busy. But when I do that, I'm up, but I'm up all day That's long. It, yeah. It's a normal cycle for mm-hmm. me. I don't stop and take a nap in the middle of the day. No. But I do get those points where, okay, your body's now, oh gosh, I'm tired. Now but, your body's getting right, tired. I've had eight hours of sleep, mm-hmm. but waking up, I find is hard to do. So there's a habit that I have implemented and, you know, try it. If you're, if you're struggling with waking up when you're supposed to wake up, try it, see what happens. Mm-hmm. But the alarm goes off. And if I'm having that, oh my God, I just don't want to get out of bed. Yeah. I count to five. Okay. I get one, two, and then once I get to five, up. up, no matter what, I'm giving myself to a count of five and it's a slow count. It's not a one, two, three, four, five, and I'm going. It's, it's a, a deep breath. Mm. And then when I hit five, the habit, the rule, whatever it is, on those days that I'm so tired, I get out of bed. And the moment mm-hmm. I get out of bed and I'm moving, you're good. I'm good. Yeah, and that's I'm fine. That's the thing when we're talking about successful and not good habits. There's plenty of good habits, mm-hmm. but we're talking about successful habits. And like I said, a successful habit is something that is engaging. It's something that is giving you confidence. It's something that is boosting you. It's something that is moving you, even if it's an inch closer, you are getting closer to a goal each and every day. It's forward progress, right? Mm -hmm. That's what successful is to me, right? We're moving forward. We're not staying static. You can have a good day every day, but does that mean you had a successful day? No, right? Not, it could be, but maybe not all the time. Again, it's like we said in the beginning, it's measured, success is measured differently. So for some people in the state of their life, Mm -hmm. the alarm clock going off and them actually getting out of bed could be successful. Could be successful. Yeah. And that's what I'm getting at. And that's fine. Setting, setting yourself up a successful habit that is going to allow you to continue to build on that and get better at it. Even if it's something like waking up, if you are making sure <clears throat> your rule is I am off of my phone at least an hour before bed right. and I read a book, have a conversation with my wife, my husband, my kid, whatever. Significant, whatever. Set, Your set, dog. Set yourself up with a routine that promotes what you want. I want to be able to go to bed and not be on my phone or not having uh, watching TV. Setting something that's promoting that good, successful environment and then build upon it every day. So say we do something, we do that every, every day, five days a week. But then the weekend comes... And I'm not saying you have to do everything seven days a week, 365 days a year. But what I'm saying is if you're at home or whatever, try your best to stay on that on that track, because then once you start doing that every day for a week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, then it's going to become a lot easier. Like me and my wife hates this about me. She does. When my alarm goes off, I reach over. And I turn it off. Uh-huh. I grab the sheet right out of bed. I can immediately get up as soon as my alarm goes off. Yeah. She is a snoozer. Ah, so she needs my rule. She has seven alarms. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah, she's a, she, really bad. She's a super snoozer. What about just putting one way across the other end of the room? Yeah, and it's, it's even things like that, that could be a successful habit that promote. like you have to get up to go turn your phone off. If you like to snooze, 
Don't put the phone next to you. You know what? Put it on your dresser on, the, uh, on the other side of the on the other side of the room. So I you have to I have get a up. Gift idea for you for your wife. You want to know what it is? <laughs> they have this alarm clock, <laughs> and it's a it's a, uh, a sphere, and you set it, and it imitates sunrise. Okay. So as it gets closer to when you're supposed to, it starts to glow and glow. And yeah. then when you get to where you get up, it is the brightest ball. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's in your face. You That's are cool. like, you ah. gotta get up. And you can set it to have like music or mm-hmm. the birds are chirping yeah. for when you get up or whatever. But I, yeah, that might be, yeah. that might be a good idea. So going back to successful habits. What do you got? I mean, I have so many. I mean, I have a lot, you have a lot, but it's not about what we have. It's about what you have. And it's about what you want to do, what you are striving for. So, I mean, if it could be, I want to, I want to sleep more. I'm always so tired. I only get six hours of sleep, but you're laying in bed for two hours on TikTok. Start doing things that promote good habits and successful habits to get you to the goal or so you can achieve what you want. Identify, okay, this is what I want. This is what I want to get better at. Now, and then I like to work backwards. This is my goal. Right. Now, what steps do I need to take to be able to achieve my goal? Okay. Well, if I want more sleep, that means I need to get in bed earlier. Or does it have to be earlier? No. When I get in bed, it's time for bed. Yeah, the quality of sleep yes. might need to change. I think, like, going back where you like to work backwards, if you have something that you want to improve on and mm-hmm. that you want to create a better habit for, but you just really don't understand why you don't have this habit, yeah. I am a pen and paper mm-hmm. kind of person. So kind of A self-reflection. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of, and why is it important? And, and really, is it important enough that you're willing to create a change yes. because if it's not, mm-hmm. you won't. If it's half-ass thought through, you won't That's do a fact. it. It has to be something that you want. It can't be bullshit. No, or you'll give bullshit to mm-hmm. it. And so it, you really, it's it, you just or really use gotta, that and use that as a stepping stone. <laughs> do you hear him? the whale over there in the corner? Yeah. Oh. I, I, or use it as a stepping stone. Like, right. I know this is my end goal, but I know for a fact, like I know myself and I'm not going to make it there because I know that I will stop doing this habit that is promoting progress. Okay. Well then take a step back and then, then that's your goal. Right. And then take those baby steps to get there and then take that and then take more baby steps to get wherever you want to go. Right. And then I think also, again, depending on you, the human, and mm-hmm. you know yourself better than anybody else in the world other mm-hmm. than your mom. And by the way, we're recording this a day before mom. So to all my moms that are in my life, mm-hmm. happy Mother's Day. And happy I'm not Mother's just meaning about the one that gave birth to me. All moms. All moms. And dog moms, aunties, anything. If you <laughs> care for another creature in this world, lovingly, affectionately there you go Um, but I have some tendencies to be I have this idea oh my god I'm going now okay that fizzles out real quick stop yeah so think about are you a race car or are you a Cadillac that's good reliable Mm. but heavy and slow (laughs) Okay. Sometimes you need to start out being a Cadillac and yeah. slowly progressing. And so 
don't just decide, okay, I'm going to do this right now. Maybe you can't. Maybe you yeah. have to start out a little sore. Maybe you can't automatically adjust your schedule so that you can go to bed three hours early. Mm -hmm. But maybe you can start off implementing a half an hour. Yeah. Or, or a couple days a week. Right. Instead a of all five or seven. Right. Yeah. And then as those things kind of change. That becomes then, the new habit. And, and then, then we reassess, we edit right. what we're trying to do, and then we move forward. Right. And I think all of that, one, not only creates you as a better you, mm -hmm. but it's also going to create you as a better athlete. Okay. As a better father, as a better mother, Everything. brother, sister, right. coach, athlete, uh, co-worker, supervisor, doesn't matter. Right. It creates a better you for everybody that you come in contact for in every day. Right. Um, and people see that. Right. You start changing, you start getting more confidence, blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, then people are talking like, hey, what are they doing? Right. Now, if <laughs> Take I want, a sip of that tea. She did ask very, very specifically about athlete mm -hmm. should do. Um, stretch, mobilize, please, please. Do please, what you're bad at. Please. Please mobilize and stretch. Mm -hmm. Do please. like what, what's, yeah. What, I don't want to essentially do what you're bad at. I take that back. Find Do out what, what you, you dislike. Well, find find <laughs> like out what balls. you struggle with. Wall balls. Find TK out what you struggle with. I, I do now. But find what you struggle with and figure out, okay, how do we stop struggling? And, and I'm not just talking about I'm bad at a movement. Mm -hmm. How do I get better at the movement? It could be like, well, I've noticed as uh, the workout progresses, I begin to do it more. Well, why is that? Well, is it because you're stretching out certain parts of your body that you have trouble with? Sorry, guys. So then know that. Come come in five, ten minutes early Number. if you know that for a fact you have a hip mobility problem. And when you work it out, you feel better. Mm -hmm. set, your set, set yourself up for success and do what you need to do to be better at what you're trying to be better at. And I also think being and creating a habit, creating change and mm -hmm. editing how you talk to yourself. Don't beat yourself up, no. okay? If you make these habits or these goals or these rules or whatever, okay, you if you have an off day, you mm -hmm. have a fucking off day. It is what Wash it is. Wash it out. It's over, it's gone. Go to sleep, wake up. Today's a new start day. Start over, it's alarm over. clock goes off. Okay, so just start over, but don't, beat yourself up and why well, I didn't make that lift or I couldn't hit the 10 that I had. So what? Who cares? That makes you successful if you can just let it ride and just pick don't, your pants up and do it again. Don't take the two steps back. I got a little If you take there, one sorry. step forward and you take one step back, that's fine. Don't take the two steps back. Or don't throw your hands up in the air don't, and just give up. Yeah, don't don't take one step forward, two steps back, because then we're moving backwards. If we're taking a step forward and then we take a step back, that's fine. We're right where we were. But I don't want to see people go backwards. I like to envision people, okay, so you're standing up, you're doing your thing, but you mess up. Mm -hmm. and you fall flat on your face. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if yes, you- Yes, that <laughs> happens. If you fall flat on your face- We're not talking about actually. Technically, when you scoot your legs up to where you're at, you're now forward even though you fell on your face. A little bit. And for those of you that are over five foot two, you get to 
fall a little farther than yeah. the rest of us. But you fell on your face, but you're scooting yourself back up, and but you're already ahead. Yeah. But you fell on your face. Oh, oh, mind thinker. Think about that, guys. Can you envision that? You know what I like? Oh, that might have a lovely... Belgian Malinois that is very Yeah, he's vocal. been whining this whole time. It's I okay, know. though. Um, I'm sorry, I, guys. He's I like finding like-minded individuals and doing things together. And I bring this up because we had a partner workout today. Mm-hmm, we did. It's, I don't want to say it's easier, but I want to say it's more manageable to hold yourself accountable when you're also holding somebody else accountable. And like, for me... A lot of people... I'm going to leave you on that thought and go get the dog. I think a lot of people are more okay with letting themselves down, but are less okay with letting somebody else down. I've noticed, like for me personally, like if I have a goal for myself and I'm like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do, blah, 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 and I don't hit the goal or whatever, or I have a bad day or something like that, I'm like, okay, whatever. But when somebody else is counting on you, you are more likely to push through it, have the perseverance, be better because you're trying to be better for somebody else. And I think this is like a perfect example, parenting, right? You want to be better for your kid. You, you're, you're doing this for your, for your kids. You're doing this for your loved ones and you become less selfish for you. So having a person there and being able to be there for that person and that person being there for you, I think will help because you're not going to be as likely to take a step back. You're going to want to keep pushing forward, especially when you fall flat on your face. Mm -hmm. You have that person that I'm not doing this just for me. I'm also doing it for them. Have you ever had like Cole fall and he's got overalls and you just pick him up by his overalls? Yeah. I, I used to do that to guys all the time. I used to carry her like Let's go, that. Yeah. The groceries in hand, kid overalls. Oh yeah, she loved it. Fly, child, fly! Yeah. You know, but, um, all right, so. Um, He's out I, and about. He, it's the dog, guys. So we, we tried to warn you, um, as always, that this is. Um, that could be a habit. It's it's just, it's unpredictable. And I have an unpredictable four-legged child mm. who is badly missing yeah. his dad right now. Um, so his habits and his successful life is interrupted right now because yeah. he's only got the one parent and it's not the parent mm-hmm. that he wrestles with. Yeah. It's the parent that he cuddles with, and I think he's he's lonely. He's not understanding where his dad went, but his dad went to do something good. His dad currently right now is um, at school for the next three weeks. Um, He's at the University of Health and Fitness, which is um, put on by FitOps, and they do a lot of really good work uh, with veterans and Mm -hmm. physical activities and physical fitness and, you know, that kind of... um, mindset there. So uh, they are in the business of making successful habits Mm -hmm. for uh, veterans, individuals, people. Um, So I, I think in the short or long of things, I think we hit it. We did. (laughs) And your neck is your neck starting you? Cause you're like moving like the, yeah, it's still, yeah, it's starting to get tied up me again. I don't know why. You're so old. Yeah. Guys, he's really, he's like right, um, he's knocking on uh, on the 30s. Knocking on 32. Yeah, he's like tiptoeing closer, closer to his mid-30s. 
hate him, hate him all. Um, anyways, but I, I think, again, just to kind of sum things up, one, write things down if mm-hmm. you need clarity. Okay, don't make a bunch of rules. No. Because you'll be overwhelmed. Yes. Make something that is important to you that you Start can with one. stick to. Start yeah. with one. Be the Cadillac. Start with one rule. <laughs> Stupid octopus. Start with yeah. Don't don't overwhelm yourself. And if there's a lot of things, well, I want to change this and this and this. I want to get better at that, that, and that, and that. Start with one. Be enthusiastic about one. Yeah, and in functional fitness, we talk about a lot about like foundation, right? Like building blocks. Like a deadlift is a building block to a lot of different movements, right? We have to get good at the basics and then they can roll over into each other, right? We will continuously use the same mechanics and the same uh, movements throughout multiple different movements. The same thing starts with the rules. If we pick one that... If we succeed mm-hmm. at that one thing, we can see that start developing into other um, echelons or other criteria or other Ooh, tiers. Or like we could start, we could see it developing up the pyramid, right? So mm-hmm. like if we want to change five things, well, what one thing will help the development of the other the four? Base, the yes. foundation. What's the basic? What's the foundation? And that is your one. That is your one rule, and then you go from there. So I had a squirrel moment right now. Okay. <laughs> so you said deadlift, and that we build on deadlifts and the foundation, and we slowly begin to build mm-hmm. weight. I'm thinking I could start ordering small gifts for myself from Amazon, and as I progressively <laughs> can do a better deadlift and safely you pick up heavier gifts. boxes, I could order bigger gifts from myself. You could. That's seriously where yeah, my head went. That's I, funny. <laughs> I like, I mean, but I mean, you can use it in anything. I want to be a better communicator at work. Okay. So do how do I do this? Well, I'm just saying like, you can use it for anything. Oh, I know. But I actually want to know what, what do you want to do better at work? <sighs> now that we're. Well, I'm trying to get this job promotion, but I mean, for me, <clears throat> I just went through like annual training for work. Like it was a, right. a week long annual training. And the one thing that I did learn and like statistically speaking, and, and this was for the department of justice as a whole, but I think it goes into a lot of different things is 70 or 80% of our communication is actually nonverbal. Correct. It's gestures. It's body language. It's talking with your hands. It's talking with your hands, talking with your eyes, talking with your emotions, talking with your facial features. Mm-hmm. I could tell you that I'm good, but if I'm just like, whatever, and I'm like not looking not, at you in posture, the eyes, and it's yeah. like, are you? Like verbal, nonverbal communication is the majority of how we communicate, right? So then understanding that of that, a lot of miscommunications or stuff that happens is from misinterpretations because I didn't communicate what I wanted to do specifically or even like coaching I'm trying to communicate with the class like okay I want you guys to do this but if I say it wrong or they interpret it differently they might not do what I want them to do right so you need to communicate effectively so a lot of things happen because of miscommunication. So like for me, I want to be able to obviously communicate better. And the other thing is the biggest miscommunication is through what? 
written communication. Like, how many times have you got a text and you think that that person was mad at you? Or you got an email. There's no emotion in the text. exactly. Like, or even emails. A lot of written communication is very, like, left open in the air. You want to know something I learned? I like... I really like typing in all caps. I don't know why, but apparently you're yelling at you. Yeah, yes. I'm like, no, guys, it's a practice. You know why? Because we have here we go. We have been um, socially changed in our society. I don't want to type in sentence case. That no, like when we see when we're driving down the highway and we see a <sighs> billboard that says "Wow" in all capital letters. We're interpreting that as the billboard is yelling at us. Yeah. Look at me. Wow. You see all these like wow. flashy words and blurbs and everything's in caps because it's loud and in your face and it's attention getting. And then we convert that into text message and you're typing in all caps and we automatically think that this person is yelling at me or they're mad or they're trying to get their point across. Right. So, yeah. Uh- so after I learned that, I created a new habit. Of know? not doing it? Not doing that, but I now... <laughs> I capitalize every word. The, fir- the beginning, the oh. first letter of every word. Of so every I'm type- word? Yeah. Every word. Yeah. Okay. But I can type. So That's my mom made me take typing when I was in was it ju- high school. No, junior high, high school. Ooh, I can't remember. But anyway, so I can type. And so I like the way that it looks. And so since I'm fanatical about some of that stuff, it's kind of like, it's Petey. <laughs> but I'm not yelling. Yeah. But no it's yelling. not boring. It's slightly different. It's kind of like when I got in trouble um, at school for writing too big mm. and then taking it to the complete extreme and... Writing too small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I got trouble. <laughs> Go figure. So, um, you know, we're always evolving. We're always changing. Editing. We're always editing. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like one of the, the, I think the most important thing about being a human being is is the free will to change. And that you're and not going to stay the same forever. Right. You can't. Like, you can't. even if you don't want to change. Even if you want to, you can't. You can't. And there's just... You just can't. You learn things. You understand things. You experience new things. You experience and events, an, people. Right. And it, yeah, everything changes and, and molds. And if we're aware and cognizant of what we want to do and how we want to do it and how do we get there, well, how do we get there? We create successful habits that are going to promote growth and movement forward. Yeah. And towards your goal. And then you hit your goal. And then what do you do? You create another one. New one. You know, and that as an athlete is going to make you better to have something to achieve towards. Something realistic and manageable. And get you excited. Pick something that's realistic. Yeah. Please, God, do something realistic. If we're struggling with air squats, a 400 pound back squat is not a realistic goal. Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. Maybe one day. Right. But that should not be your first goal. Right. Or if you have no cartilage in your knee running a I don't like chasing numbers. Marathon. I don't like chasing numbers. I, when people say, I want to be able to hit this number for a deadlift or this number for this or that number for that. And I say, how about our goal is to continue to get stronger? Uh, Set that yeah. as, your, as your, your successful habit. 
right? right. And then that incorporates yeah, those everything. weights, anyways. Yeah, ex exactly. And then you don't have to be. And so it's not as scary. On... It's not you're not focusing on that number. Uh, yeah, sometimes numbers can be intimidating, even though even numbers. if it's even if it's a half pound more than you did last time. That's forward progress. It is. Okay, forward progress. Continue mm -hmm. to edit your guys' life, yourself, mm -hmm. your fitness, your nutrition, all of that stuff. Um, really, really sorry for, <laughs> like, I'm super popular. My watch has been going off like crazy. <laughs> my husband's called me. Their gym phone has gone off. My dog has been a whiny all little. All the map. He's, he's about ready to turn two. His, mm. his, his second birthday is actually, I want to say, Sunday. I don't even know what today is. I've got text messages going off. So I apologize, guys. I'm really, really sorry, but this is kind of how yeah. my life rolls. And again, we warned mm -hmm. you sometimes. It's just- Most times. Most times. It's, and he now he's eating the dirt off the floor. You're an awesome puppy. <laughs> I highly recommend not getting a hyper dog. Yeah, but- Get a Belgian Malinois, they say. They're active and cute, they say. Hmm. No, actually, he's, a, yep. he's he's amazing. So in closing, uh, figure out yourself. Be aware of what you want, what is realistic to you. Find out what singular habit can help promote the growth and the successfulness of other habits that get you to your realistic and manage, manageable goal. That's how I'm yeah. going to sum it up. Yeah, athlete or mm -hmm. in just a, in human. any form or fashion. Yeah, anything. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks very much. Um, Carrie, thank you so, so very much for, for, the, topics. for the topics. We do appreciate it. Um, again, happy um, Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Uh, this is probably going to get pushed out past Mother's Day, yeah. but it doesn't matter. Mm. Every day is freaking Mother's Day. Every day and wife day and sister day and <sighs> any other day that has to do with beautiful women. Be kind to people. All right. Absolutely be kind. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you have any um, comments or, or questions, suggestions, questions, suggestions please let us know. We will definitely talk opinions. about them. We <laughs> won't even put them in the stack. If you have a suggestion, yeah, that will just, be the topic. You like, stride, stride to the top. Right. Straight to the top. You don't even have to wait to see if it's going if to be. If we pick it. If you have something you want to talk about, we'll I'll, I'll talk about anything. So yeah, thank you will. guys for I listening. I have a bunch of homework to do. It's finals week. So thank you for listening. <laughs> yep. If you guys uh, want to come on the show or anything like that, just drop us a, a little bit of email, a little message, pull us aside. We'd love to have you guys come and chit chat with us. But as TJ had mentioned, have a good safe, weekend. Have a kind. good Mother's Day. Be safe. Peace. Later. Oh.